am Mitali Jain, a childbirth educator, pregnancy yoga trainer, and founder of Birth With Me. In this weekly podcast, I talk about pregnancy, pregnancy care, labor and birthing, infant care, postpartum care, and a whole lot more for a positive birthing experience. Tune in every Saturday for a brand new episode. Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Birth With Me. Today we have a special, special episode for you. We have a guest here. Her name is Harini. She's been doing yoga with me since she got pregnant. Now she has a beautiful little baby boy and she's into the postpartum phase. Let me hand over the mic to Harini to let her introduce herself. Hi guys, this is Harini. Uh, Thanks for having me here. This is something like a new stuff for me to uh, talk with you all. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm Harini. Uh, I live in the US. Uh, I have a boy. His name is Abhyakt. Been in like a postpartum, like six, six months. Okay, thank you so much, Harini. I know you're a little nervous, but don't worry about it. So let's start with um, a very easy question. Like, could you share, you know, anything about your pregnancy journey, how it was, you know, any issues you had or anything that was really amazing for you? Whatever experience you feel that you think our listeners could benefit from, you know, if they're pregnant or planning to get pregnant. So let them know that, hey, you know, expect this and don't expect this kind of whatever you prefer. So first thing I would mention, okay, whatever you are, whatever age you are, getting pregnant is totally up to your choice and enjoy that moment. So yeah, I would say having a good diet and follow good practices makes you, you know, conceive well. And I did, I did follow the same practice. I had a very good diet and I did follow good meditation earlier. And that helped me to get pregnant in my, I'll not say early 30s. Yeah, maybe 31. <laughs> so uh, that, that's been a great uh, uh, moment for me. And after being pregnant, uh, I did follow, uh, you know, maybe first three months were rough. I don't know. I was a first, I'm a first-time mom, so it was too tough for me to know what's good, what's correct, what's wrong. But people around, like you know, when I say people, it's the first thing my mom and my mother-in-law. They were two important people in my uh, during that pregnancy. They did help me a lot, and uh, and I think on initially I was having some backache. Uh, later in my second trimester, I started doing yoga. That is like prenatal yoga with uh, Mitali. I think uh, that's that was something new, having sessions with her. But pre- I didn't know prenatal yoga something exists before, because I knew after becoming pregnant, yoga is something different, like regular yoga and a prenatal yoga. And uh, that. Uh, every day like I was looking forward to that session because you get to hear meditation you get to hear a lot of chantings you get to do a lot of new asanas new things for your baby bump 
and one thing i liked about the yoga sessions were holding your pump and doing a uh, uh, meditation i there were many many chances many uh, times i could feel the baby kicks and yeah that's that's great that's great all the time oh that's a lot thank you so much for sharing i think uh, you summarized it very well that you know having the support of your mother mother in law definitely helped you you know despite being a first time mother so i think it really takes a village to get you know to go through pregnancy and then you know take care of the kid so i want to go further down and ask you you know how was your experience uh, giving birth you know was it something you enjoyed was it something a little too difficult for you did anything specifically like for example yoga or you know pranayama help you to get get a better birthing experience i think in the third trimester uh, when uh, i was near to labor that's when we started labor prep uh, so different asanas i don't remember all the asanas names but i know how to do them still so that's where i remembered i think those asanas like the pelvic exercises or pelvic breathing not that uh, uh, those help me in breathing pushing the baby out uh it's not that you know when the doctor says you need to hold your breath you don't need to hold your breath you can just be yourself it's your baby you know how to push them out so uh that was something you know everyday morning pelvic exercises were the main helpful for me and uh kind of meditation breathing exercises also because you you when when the doctor says you push it's not that you know you see in the movies like you push and the husband keeps telling you push it's it's something way different where you watch i think the experience like i experienced it it it's way different uh but you can but on the birth bed i think whatever you feel it's absolutely normal you are you can feel every inch of it and i'm sure your partner would be uh, accompanying you in all those so yeah you know it's beautiful the way you said that you know listen to yourself and your body do what you want on the birth bed like your body knows what it needs to do breathe how you want you don't have to listen to the doctor if they say to hold your breath if it feels more natural for you to not hold your breath do that so you know on that note i want to ask you like you know a lot of women mention that they labored for really long times like 12 hours for 24 hours so there is this some fear associated with women that what if my labor goes for really long and i'm not able to push my baby out so if you don't mind if you could share how labor was for you or how long it took for you to push your baby out i was i think of i had a full term baby so good that i i got chance to you know do yoga for a longer stretch having i i actually figured out uh, i had a last appointment with my doctor and she did mention that i was 2 cm dilated and so that i'll be seeing her like next couple of days so yeah it it happened as she said so the next day morning early hours i had contractions yes the 511 rule exists you're going to have that uh, 
every five for every five minutes you're going to have one contraction which is going to last for a minute yes that is true and that's where it's like a red flag for you and your partner to you know pick your hospital bag yeah please pack your hospital bags a month early you never know what's going to happen be ready for it so we we picked a hospital bag and that's where we routed to the hospital and on the way yeah i did have some breathing techniques you know the four and the six count yes it did help but on the contraction time that one minute is uh it's kind of a mountain of strength you need and that's where you need to hold your uh, tears or hold your not not hold your breath but just hold your senses sometimes and i'm sure everything will pass and i was like uh maybe i've i've been to the hospital for my days were done and on the and by that time i the nurse had checked me it was like 5 cm dilated without epidural so i did take a choice of having epidural that was my personal choice and uh maybe like within 2 or 3 hours i was induced epidural and but yes let me mention even after having epidural you can feel the contractions and once you are like 8 or 9 cm dilated the doctor is ready to come and examine you and and i was like uh 9 cm dilated within 3 hours so it was not much wait time uh but all on the same on that bed you know the oh, good thing was like you know listen to soothing music so that i don't panic myself and have the constant breathing exercises not that you know you need to breathe in hard or breathe in breathe out hard just like a low low breathings so on the birth bed yeah i was 10 cm dilated and the doctor asked me to push and that's where your uh, you need all the energy your breathing techniques and that that's going to help you i i, I think i pushed like maybe 12 times so the doctor was uh, i think i can say flabbergasted because she was uh, she was stunned to see that uh, like the i'm being a first time mom just pushing in like 20 minutes is something new for her and all the techniques all the pelvic tilts all the breathing exercises did did aid me a lot and uh that that's that's how i can share uh, share my uh, birthing experience and pushing was maybe a little hard but yeah end of the day you have the baby in your arms and that's when you can have a skin to skin touch oh, that's beautiful harini that's amazing to hear that you know uh and what i want to you know reiterate to the listeners is how you said that you took epidural it was your choice and as long as you're making informed decision and choices that what is correct for you is correct for you and that the epidural did not take away all the pain some pain will always remain so for any of the listeners listening out there if you're choosing to take an epidural to have no pain at all know that it will not take away all your pain some pain is good because at the end of this pain is the pleasure of having the baby in your arms which is what you have been working towards for the last you know couple of months and it's also amazing to hear that you know in 20 minutes of pushing your baby out the baby was out and your doctor was like how is this possible you know and it also reiterates the fact that when you're fit like when you take care of yourself and you take care of you know your health throughout your pregnancy you focus on you know taking care of the 
the childbirth experience then that experience will manifest you think about it and that's how it will manifest so that's really good to hear so on that note uh, let me ask you how has now that your baby is here is about 6 months now how has the postpartum journey been for you you know you started yoga again how does the body feel you know does it feel any different is it the same does it feel alien because <laughs> a lot of women say that my body doesn't feel like me so how do you cope with that yeah i think uh, mitali did give me good time for for my relaxation uh yeah enjoy the newborn newborn days because it only gets intense after that newborns are good so uh i i was able to catch up with her you know do do sessions in the morning i did look forward to them every morning because you're so into the baby you're you're pumping you're breastfeeding you are doing chores you're running around you want to take a nice warm bath but end of the day you know you want some self time for yourself and i think i gathered a lot of energy power and good one hour time for me in my yoga sessions um you know a fun part is sometimes i i i i bring the newborn with me and uh, kind of you know let him watch me doing some some yoga asanas and um uh, i definitely like uh stretching myself at this part of uh postpartum because i think the body needs some t- some kind of stretching exercises that's what i feel uh, else you know each uh, each part of your body might be sore or you know uh, kind of not not you need to make use of each part of it each body part i mean so yeah you need to i i think i'm gaining a lot of uh, upper body like arm strength bec- uh, based on these uh, sessions yes you need to hold your baby for hours and hours because they're not going to go down of your arms whether it be best feeding or let it be pumping they are in your arms constantly so that's something uh, i'm liking i i'm liking the motherhood i'm liking each part of it i'm liking uh all the sessions so far amazing to hear that so like you know harini rightly said that you need a lot of upper body strength so if you are like currently pregnant remember to also work on your upper body work out for a couple of months also on that because once the baby is born the first 2 3 months you're not going to be able to have time for yourself or to have the ability to take out the time and do some exercises so you know build some muscle build some strength so then later when you start your postpartum journey you start any form of exercise you have you know the ability to start again you're not completely tired or exhausted and you have the ability to gain some energy out of the workout like she said so on that note i have one last question for you harini you've been an amazing guest till now if you have any one advice to give to you know to be mothers what is the best thing you'd like to tell them just enjoy the phase you know i'm sure the partner will be understanding partner will accompany you in everything don't just run after the milestones of having uh, maternity shoots or having every month baby bump it's up to you but you know you do, it doesn't need to be chaotic or it doesn't need to be done uh, like on on time on par but enjoy every phase of it eat. i'll not say eat as much as you can but you know some uh, um, some needs are like you might 
craving for food but i think i was craving for vacation so pregnancy is not all about food it's about so many things enjoy go out for yourself spend some quality time go on a solo date uh have have some nice watch movies you know they say you know people if you watch movies in your ninth month you know baby can do that good example is i think kanta the movies were, was released in my ninth month to be frank my mom asked me not to watch it but i think that's not something you can uh, you can avoid it's up to you it's the every everything is your choice uh so that's one advice i would give you know just be yourself it's just another phase of your life but you can be yourself throughout that's amazing harini i love how you've reiterated throughout this episode that just be yourself you know just being yourself is what will make you good at everything be it pregnancy be it motherhood be it work anything personally or professionally so on that note thank you listeners we hope you enjoyed this session or this episode we hope to have more guests on in the coming episodes thank you so much mm-hmm.